Thanks for joining us today at Unstuck Your Business Podcast. You went into business with a passion to explore your skills and talents and show the world what you can do to contribute into our society and into our economic ecosystem. But a couple of years into the business and your drive and motivation has dwindled and now you feel stuck. When you find yourself at this crossroad of thoughts and emotions, how do you deal with it? In this podcast, we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship to help you unstuck your business. We are your hosts, Inez Nazario Vega from Business Essentials Virtual Assistance. And Edith Duran from Reason Marketing. Um, you know, this is a very interesting topic we're going to address today. Successful entrepreneur, there's always comes a time in where um, the business will demand extra help in staffing. In strategizing your staffing needs, Proper uh, needs to be properly uh, addressed is a key to moving your business up. Um, staffing your business is a key business decision that can make or break your business. And we all as entrepreneurs, I would say we all need to learn how to effectively prepare to staff for the needs and the growth of our companies. So um, Edith, I know you've been in business for six years. Can you tell me a little bit about what your strategy has been when it comes to um, growing your business and staffing your business? Hi, Inez. Yes, and uh, you described it perfectly. I mean, yes, I've been in business for six years, and then I have to admit that this question of, you know, when, how do you know it's uh, time to hire to support your growth? This is one I feel so hesitant about. Um, when it comes to growing my team, I have this vision of a huge team with, you know, uh, always creating and always delivering. But when it comes down to reality, my reality, I'm sure everybody's reality is there's just so much to consider. There's mm -hmm. finances, knowing your numbers, there's revenue, um, there's the current market. You know, are you going to have the revenue to support the added staff? Um, is the current market going to change? Are we going to get another pandemic? You know, so many of these things. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help but think, um, think of those. But in the end, when this is how I finally come to my decision is when the lack of support is keeping me, you know, it's now a hindrance. It's uh, mm -hmm. keeping me from really taking my business to where I want to go. Mm -hmm. And more and more is just falling on my shoulders and I'm the bottleneck. It's time to hire. It just, it just is the, you know, I'm letting fears get in the way of making the right decision. Yeah. I can understand what you're saying, Edith, and I can totally relate to it. You know, I've been, uh, business essentials has actually been around for two years, but <clears throat> I've been what they call a serial entrepreneur. This is not my first rodeo. This is my fourth business that I start from scratch to the way up. And um, and also managing and running other organizations. You know that I was the president for the Volusia Hispanic Chamber. That does require right, a level of... That's how of, we met. <clears throat> that's how we met. Yes, that's how we met. And it does require a level of understanding when to staff an organization as well. Um, whether it be nonprofit or for-profit business, it is, you know, strategic staffing is important to keep the business afloat, to keep the business going, knowing when to hire that person. I think the the the, the main question here that um, I always ask myself is, 
what is the right strategy mm-hmm. to staff my business for the phase that is in at the moment. Mm. And what I mean with this is that, for example, right now, I'm two years into Business Essentials Virtual Assistant. And as you know, I have a team of six people in my organization. Um, I, my business took off way too fast. Mm. Um, but I, all of my staffing are 1099. They are not W-2 employees. And that was designed to be that way because I'm a startup. And I don't know exactly um, if my business will continually support all the hours that some of my staffing may need. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's just the way that business is right now. We are in a roller coaster as it is because of the economy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and today I may have, because of the business model that we have, um, and the way that we support our clients, they have the flexibility of recruiting us for a specific time period or for long term. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the way that the, our business model works to support mm-hmm. other businesses. Mm-hmm. So for me, specifically as the owner of Business Essentials, it doesn't make sense for me to be hiring W-2 employees. There is a lot that goes into hiring W-2 employees that a lot of startups and a lot of small businesses really don't understand, Um, you know, for specifically the legalities behind the recruiting process and um, maintaining W-2 employees. Mm -hmm. And I know that uh, you're aware that I do a, a workshop with specifically with a law firm, Munisi Law Group to address those questions as to what should you do? Should you contract an independent freelancer that can help with the task that you have on hand that needs to be taken care of? Or should you be hiring a W-2 employee? Mm -hmm. So, and in that presentation, in that workshop that we do, um, we go down the list of things like um, the differences between being a contractor and being an employee. There's mm-hmm. a lot of numbers that go behind the scenes. For example, you need to um, plan for training and budget for training if you're hiring a W-2 employee. Mm-hmm. It has to be part of your budget. Versus when you're contracting, you are assuming that that person has the training, has the expertise, has the background to do the job. You do not invest in that training. It okay. is assumed that it's there. It's part of your contract. Mm, that's right. So that's that's one of the many key um, things to think about when deciding if you're going to um, contract for the tasks that you need to be covered in your business operations or should you hire a W-2 employee. Mm-hmm. Another thing we know is the benefits. Um, it, the tax, the taxation that you need to invest in you know, paying for Social Security, the Medicare, and everything else. Mm-hmm. When you're contracting, you are literally um, taking away that liability, taking away that expense from your business and put it in, in the contractor's hands. Mm-hmm. So that's just little differences here and there. Yeah. So uh, those are the things that I, I always keep in mind, especially when I'm talking to clients, you know, where are you at? What is it that you really want to do? And, and we were talking before starting the podcast is, you know, 
companies need to have clarity of where they are and what they want to do when they start hiring. And I know you had some points to that in regards. Oh, yes. Um, thank you for your explanation. And I, I know you have um, so much background on contractors versus employees because of the, you know, the workshops and that you you work so closely with the law firm um, in giving out that information. So thank you for that. Um, and just as you were saying, um, when contracting, I, I guess in my experience, I'm not saying, you know, outside of just contracting um, 1099 employees for my own team, when we are contracted as a web design firm or an SEO consultants, um, it is so important for the business owner that's hiring us to know what know their own business and know what it is that they want as an outcome from this contract you know cuz now we're we're contracted to deliver a job for them but uh, you know if you're at that point where you're ready to hire you know it it, it could be just support services or it could be more of a full-time um contractor but you really need to know what it is that you want out out of this what's the objective what is it you're trying to accomplish um because i've seen it so often that especially in small business you know we've been there in those those early years where processes aren't quite there um, you know, a lot of what you know needs to happen is in your own head. <laughs> it hasn't been mm -hmm. written down in any kind of process. Um, and all of that information, it just, it leads to miscommunication. It leads to, um, you know, things that, that get delivered that maybe is not quite the expectation that you had. If you're not going to be clear about what it is that your expectation is, as the person hiring. So, you know, and that and that's more of a contract. I mean, I, it can also apply to an employee view, but and I guess what I'm trying to say here is is as the small business owner, you know when you need support. Things are becoming a problem. They're not advancing as quickly as they should be. And you know that you need support to help you do it. It could be contract, it could be full-time, you know, whatever that is. But when you once you make that decision, your next decision has to be, what do I want this person or this team or, you know, what what is it that I is, you know, what is this investment going to get me? And where is it that I want to land with hiring this um this contractor or this new employee you know what what is that expectation because that should be part of your plan just like you were saying where you strategize you know mm -hmm. and you you evaluate where you're at to know when it's time to hire um you know an employee versus a contractor at the same time you also have to strategize when you're hiring a contractor for a temporary support what is it you're looking for? Otherwise, without that communication, is there just too much room for disappointment? And, I have, you know, and, again, and from experience, mm -hmm. <laughs> not only disappointment, you're going to waste your money. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have clarity of purpose of why you're hiring and what the specific job 
is and what's the end result that you're looking for. I mean, I think we both have been through this and where people have hired us for services, they don't have clarity of purpose of what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And, you know, four, five, six months down the road, they've been investing in our services, but not necessarily using them to the advantage that they need to use the services for because there wasn't a clarity of purpose. They just felt overwhelmed with what they were doing or they just felt like, you know, they, they, they're they losing sleep because there's so much to do and they don't know how to handle. Um, but like you said, there is not a standard operating procedure that mm -hmm. they have established and documented to really have clarity of purpose as to what is it that they need to role going staff to their work, business yeah. properly mm -hmm. Absolutely. to staff their business properly and yeah. um and i think that's a mistake that many um many solopreneurs and small business owners make in the beginning of their businesses and us included i mean i, I oh, let's yeah. be vulnerable here <laughs> sometimes sometimes you think that you need the help I, I i've been in that situation not necessarily with business essentials but with other businesses that i have started started and and grown in the past i've been in in, in that position and we're like oh my gosh i'm just drowning here and i need help mm -hmm. you know in the beginning stages when i had my very first business back in ohio uh, yes i was hiring people left and right because I just felt overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't necessarily the right time or the right strategy to step and grow the business. Absolutely. And, um, and then down the road, like I said, you're going to lose a lot of your time and a lot of your monies mm -hmm. if you don't have clarity of purpose as to why you are hiring for your business. I absolutely love that term, clarity of purpose, because it is clear right there what it is you're talking about and not only do you want your clarity of purpose like you said you know to know what the expectations are but but knowing what the role entails um will also give you an early sign of did you hire the right person yes you know, are they actually delivering what you're you're expecting you mm -hmm. know i mean how many this could probably be a whole other topic but how many times have we hired friends or family that was just oh, not the right person we don't want to go about that rabbit hole <laughs> no like i we said that might be a, another entirely other podcast but that's just <laughs> to say that when you are very clear about your purpose and then you know right away okay red flag this is not the right person you know and then mm -hmm. start to so you don't lose as much in revenue and money and, and time in the wrong person and start to align with the right people for mm -hmm. your team. Yeah. And I think it's important that they know the structure of a business. Um, I, I think a lot of people, again, they go into business because they're they're good at cooking. They can put a food truck in a corner and they start making food and selling it. Or they have this wonderful software that they developed and they want to send it, uh, you know, they offer it to a couple of businesses they are off on the market but they did not stop to think okay what is going to be my administrative um division my administrative part of the business going to look like mm -hmm. what i mean with that is you know basic things how am i gonna how i'm gonna respond to inquiries from customers and prospects mm -hmm. am i gonna be able to reply to them within 24 hours right. how am i gonna manage my database of prospects and clients what my CRM system is going to look like and what is it going to do for me? Yes. 
You yes. know, mm -hmm. how I'm going to manage my marketing. Right. How I'm going to manage my bookkeeping, my accounting. Mm -hmm. You know, all those little things that come that that really makes up for the full structure of a business. If you do not know what that is supposed to look like and what is that supposed to do for your business, you might be falling into a very big um, disappointment as far as how and when to hire. Right. If you are all over the place and you don't understand the structure of your business and the flow of your operation, you're going to start hiring without knowing whether you're coming or going. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, again, you know, I can completely relate to that from personal experience. It's, you know, they, they call them growing pains for a reason. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that. Exactly that. Growing pains. Yeah. Growing so pain. I'm going to, I'm looking to you as the expert in this area, because as the owner of business essentials, it's really what you provide is an expansion of someone's team, you know, with that contractor business model. So mm -hmm. in your opinion, what are the things we should consider when we think of hiring to grow our team? Um, like I said, I think the first thing we already said it, I'm going to add mm -hmm. a couple more that we have talked before about, but it's, you know, clarity of purpose is the first thing. The second one is, you know, know what's your level of comfort Mm -hmm. with delegating work because I'm going, I'm talking specifically about solopreneurs and very small business owners and where they're still wearing a lot of hats to operate their business. And sometimes it's not that, um, sometimes it's the issue of mindset. Right. Sometimes it's the issue of, am I ready to delegate? Because let's face it, me, I can be a control freak. Mm-hmm. And I could be the one that I know how to do it. It takes me too long to train somebody how to do it. But I might as well just do it myself. Exactly. And that's a mental thing that I had to deal with very quickly, specifically with this business, mm -hmm. with Business Essentials, because Business Essentials took off in September of 2021. Within six weeks, I was overbooked. Mm. Wow, that's and, incredible. And um, and to think about delegating, it was it was scary. Mm -hmm. I was very hesitant to do it because I knew what my vision was. I knew what I want this business to be. I don't know that other people will understand what that is. It's your I baby. Start I mean, recruiting. when it comes down exactly. to it, this is, you've poured so much into it. You know, we all have, and it's, yes. it's difficult to let go. Yes. So I would say that, you know, giving some pointers here, um, understand your level of comfort to delegate. And understanding that at some point you will need to delegate. To, but what are the tests you're comfortable delegating first? Mm -hmm. If you're like a solopreneur or a small business owner, if it's a little bit bigger than that, of course, you have to set yourself the same questions. But there's a little bit more flexibility on how you answer that question when you have more people already and you already have delegated some tests. Mm -hmm. um, you know, understand whether you have enough work Yes. To justify a W-2 employee. Right. No, because sometimes it's very sad when you put the for hire sign in your front door and four or five months down the road, you have to let go of that person because you simply did not have enough hours mm -hmm. to give that person. Um, so understand um, understand the, 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 the flow of your business. Some, some of business are seasonal. And you may need to hire just for a 
specific time of the year. Mm-hmm. In some businesses that are in their start starting um, phase, um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have clients that are gonna come and go, and I'm going through that myself. Clients mm-hmm. that come and go, and um, so do you have enough hours to justify a W two employee? That's a question you need to ask yourself when making mm-hmm. that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to add uh, just a little bit to that in my own sense is um, if you're spending more time working in your business than on your business, mm-hmm. that's another indication of you may need some, you may need to hire some support or, um, you know, manage your time better but most of the time it's you probably can afford to at least contract somebody for a few hours so that you can take yourself out of working in the business Mm -hmm. so much and really work on your business and make it that vision that you have for yourself absolutely absolutely um the other thing that i think is very 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 important know your numbers Mm -hmm. see if you really truly have the budget whether it's hiring contractors or whether it's hiring w2 employees Either way, know your numbers and make sure that you understand what your budget is going to look like to um, to staff in your business. And again, if you're staffing to, if your strategy is to staff with W two employees, keep in mind there's there's a lot of numbers that go behind the scenes. There's the training, there is the recruiting process, there is the um, uh, all the items that you need to get for that employee. And this is one topic we didn't talk about before, but when you are hiring, you need to provide this person with a computer. You need to provide them with the space. You need to provide them with the paper, with the ink, with the printer, everything Mm -hmm. for them to get the job done. Well, when you're contracting, although it may be a little bit higher rate, but you are not spending on all these overhead um, expenses. Mm Mm-hmm. You're not spending on the office. You're not spending on equipment. You're not spending on all these other things. So those are things to keep in mind because you're going to have to budget for that when you're hiring. You know, what are the tools you're going to give this employee to get the job done? Yes. It's part of your budget. Mm -hmm. It's part of your budget, uh, the benefits that you're going to give this employee. If it's going to be health benefits, are they going to be subsidized? How much money does your company have to subsidize those type of benefits? Mm-hmm. And, um, and and so go on. So yeah, know your numbers, sit down with your accountant, sit down with somebody that understands how to really calculate when hiring W2 employees versus contracting. Because you may be thinking the net salary of a administrative assistant is $25,000 a year. But when in reality, when you add all these other things behind the scene that takes place and needs to happen, your budget probably is thirty-five to forty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is so those, easily, yeah. So those are things to definitely, definitely keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and deciding. So, just to recap for our audience, uh, I want to just go through our uh, uh, summary of the um, the points that you we've been making here today. So, first and foremost, clarity of purpose. You know, if if nothing else, uh, if you walk away with nothing else today, clarity of purpose um, and, you know, and again, just to keep it simple, know your numbers. You know, those two things really go hand in hand. Clarity of purpose, know your numbers um, and, you know, define your level of comfort of delegating. Uh, You know, can you let this go? 
And that could, you know, that could mean that you're spending a little bit more time on yourself and your mindset and, you know, (laughs) trying to get yourself into a place where you're able to um, delegate what you need to delegate. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. So there we have it, Edith. I think we have uh, we have talked a little bit <laughs> more than we intended about this topic. <laughs> it's a very it's a very interesting topic, and it's a very uh, important topic to talk about when you are in business, because you are in business to grow, and with yes. that comes strategizing your staffing. And you're it, not going to grow by yourself. It's really a key business decision and have those questions answered early on. Even when you're visualizing your big million dollar company with a hundred employees, you know, have those questions before you, before you start um, staffing your business. All right. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Inez. You have been so full of information for this, uh, for this topic today. Um, I know I always learn something when we have uh, our our discussion for the podcast, uh, and mm-hmm. I definitely learned something today as well. And I forgot to mention, Edith, that um, very soon in my website, um, there's going to be the recording of one of the presentations that we do, the contract versus hiring, and where I actually have just Justin Munizi from Munizi Law addressing questions and things of that nature about the difference between um, contracting and hiring the only two employees. There's a lot of legalities that we didn't even go into Mm -hmm. this podcast that I think a lot of entrepreneurs need to be made aware of. That's great. That is uh, such helpful information. And now it'll be easy to find on your website. Yes, it is. BusinessEssentialsVA.biz. I think that's it for today, right? That yes, that's that covers um, our topic today, which has been you know hiring to support your growth. How do you know when it's time? And uh, just to give you a sneak peek at our next podcast topic, we will be talking about one of my favorite topics: is the truth about SEO. So that's going to be an interesting one. So many misconceptions when it comes to SEO. So I'm sure either you're going to be a wealth of information and truth about this SEO mystery. Yes, can't wait. <laughs> be be sure to come back to listen to that one. Yes, yes. So let us know how what you think about the topic discussed and by leaving us a comment and review in our podcast. If you found some value on the information shared in this podcast, please subscribe and share. And share, please share share the podcast. We're uh, <laughs> we're building our tribe of uh, audience, so we appreciate your help in it. Fantastic. Thank you, Edith. This was a great topic again. Until next time. Until next time, everyone. Have a good one.